At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hairdo like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of the champion haircuts, but they also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. With the MVP haircut experience, your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven pressure point massaging shampoo along with perfectly steamed hot towel all while sports plays on TV. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Big J. Okerson. And I'm Dan Soder. You can listen to full two-hour-long episodes of The Bonfire. Two hours. That's a real commitment to us. Well, it's on SiriusXM or with the SXM app. It's easy. Just go to SiriusXM.com slash bonfire for a special offer. And now, The Bonfire with Big J. Okerson and Dan Soder. Man, next break, I gotta rip into one of these some bitches. Yeah. I'm starving. I brought some Joey Roses sandwiches for the crew. Joey Roses, 171? 174 Rivington Street. 174 Rivington Street. Almost, I had it. Best sandwiches in the game. You were close. New York City. I almost couldn't bring any because... We were had a DOH thing happening, uh, but that was going well, and I was able to send a kid to send make some sandwiches. They find out you've been fucking all the meats. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, Every it was a cheese, a Swiss cheese, a Joey Roses. <laughs> when he's done with them, yeah, it went well. It was a dry run, but it went well. Yeah, it was good. Thank you for nice. asking, Evans. I had it's stressful. Pl- I had him playing uh, this song here, Mint Conditions, Pretty Brown Eyes, because we were saying before about a song taking you to a place in your head. Yes. This is always a big one. This was my nervous dance with Janessa Faragelli. Uh, Janessa? At- yeah. Janessa wow. Faragelli, dude. Oh. What? You Jersey piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Janessa Fungal. <laughs> Fungal. Fungal Liso. <laughs> <laughs> Janessa Mafangulalisa. The other girl, the like, the girl Samantha that Janessa, Montavani. yeah, Samantha Montavani, <laughs> and Janessa Faragalli. Dude, you uh, pop. I remember that's a nice girl. You'd have popped wood over Samantha Montavani pretty right. hard, buddy. I remember uh, you I was, still would pop wood over Samantha Montavani. She's still hot. When I was in high school, my friend Jim was an Italian. He was one of the only non-Italians I knew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we were hanging out. We were going to hang out on a Friday. And he goes, he goes, you should see if Karen can hang out, too. And I go, she can't. She says she's hanging out with Vito tonight. And he just goes, Vito, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> that was, is a Jesus Christ name. <laughs> Vito. He is truly, like, disgusted. That's how a Dino. If you know a Dino. <laughs> a Dino's oh. a bad one. Ugh. Dino, Vito, uh, Enzo, go fuck Ugh. yourself. <laughs> Oh, or like a Giovanni. Oh God, yeah, G- Gino. The name Gino's just teetering on it. Yeah, like I'll accept it, probably just because I know Bisconti. Yeah, that's it. 
Yeah. Any other Gino I want to poke in the eyes like a stooge. <laughs> Um, Wait, we know a Vito, right? Doesn't uh, uh, Vito Calise used to work uh, for uh, Bennington? Bennington. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so we know a Vito. We know. Yeah, I'm just saying, if someone's telling you they're friends and those are the names you hear, you're like, oh, these guys are gonna suck dick, <laughs> and they're all wearing leather jackets, even though it's spring. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, they're wearing and they're wearing the shirts that Jacob got, but not for <laughs> oh, racing. Oh. Just it's just that material. First of all, <laughs> the, the new thing with these dumb uh Degos is a rocking fucking soccer jerseys. Oh, fuck you. Oh. Oh, acting like they really care about their Italian soccer teams. Oh. I saw them cuz they all want to go to Italy and shave down some animal and bring her back here. <laughs> she was hot underneath all that. I saw a mom on my on the airplane. <laughs> When I was flying back from Florida. So who? A mom okay. on the airplane. I was flying back from Florida. She was in first class with her two under 10-year-old sons, and they had two first class, which that just pisses you off when you see two kids in first class seats. It bugs me. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, they don't even know what they're getting and I how know. much it costs. <laughs> and she was full-on trophy wife, and her two kids, one of them had dark hair, but the top entire top part was dyed blonde. Sick. And that, no, not in the way you're thinking. Oh, in like a growing off. up gaudy way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. And then the other kid had cornrows. White. <laughs> oh yeah, they were both. Yeah, they were both like white. Like they were like they were like gaudy. He had cornrows. Growing up gaudy type kids. How old was he? Would you say if you they were guess? like eight year olds? Ugh. Uh, oh, God, it bugged me. That means she made the decision for cornrows. Yeah, well, she probably made the decision. That's the weird thing about getting like little kids, like funky haircuts. You're not, you're making such a decision for them. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. The kid with the blonde. Was it Angelina Jolie? Wasn't that the thing? It was like, yeah, this is my baby, and he's got a pretty cool mohawk. (laughs) Yeah, uh, that bugs me. It bugs me. (laughs) Yeah, decorating your kids. She has nothing else to do. I mean, look, if it's your baby, Mm -hmm. then who cares? I guess. Like you're the one that's got to take care of everything. But when it becomes a I mean, you know, my daughter's half Hispanic, so she was born with pierced ears, but at least it's how it looks in pictures. <laughs> I think once the head came out, they were piercing the ears. They go, wait, wait, don't push, don't push, don't push. <laughs> Before they cut All right, the- push, push. <laughs> you might want to cut that cord. <laughs> you might want to cut that cord now. Um, but yeah, that thing, that song I was playing, because we were talking during the break about songs yes. that really shoot you back to a place. We've talked about this in the show before, but that's one that always like, hits me for sure. But you talk about going back in time, like bands like Genesis and shit like that mm-hmm. take me to sitting in the back of my mom's car while oh, the radio's on. That's such a big one for me. thousand percent. Yeah, and that's what Yacht Rock does a lot for me too, that that generation of like it ambrosia and all that stuff. It bums me out, which is why I don't like when we are with Sal and you guys talk me into getting high and then he starts playing those songs and I get all freaked out thinking about the backseat of my mom's car. Why does it freak you out? What happened in the backseat of that car? It's just depressing to me. Like, it's it's not a time... That time has I passed? Let, here's, no, 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 not that at all. It's there, there... I think we've talked about this. We might have talked about this on this actual show. There are there are certain songs that remind me of sitting in the backseat of my mom's car going to see my grandfather in the hospital as he was oh, dying. Sure. One of them was Against All Odds by Phil Collins. One of them is Hello. Oh, man, those are such great songs. Uh, Simply Red. Simply Red. If You Don't Know Me By Now. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, Definitely, uh, she's just 16 years old. (laughs) (laughs) That song. (laughs) Benny Mardones. (laughs) 
<laughs> that guy looks so great. That's his name, Benny Mardonis? Yeah, he's dead now. But yeah, do the pictures of him always, he's like, oh. he's always giving like hands out. Like, God damn this. I, and I don't like hate the songs necessarily anymore. They just make you think of your grandfather dying. It's not even that my gr- it's it's so just weird. the back of your mom's it's car was always in a, going to a bad place. Yeah, it's that. It's it's more like I remember like going to the hospital and like the how cold it was outside, like how dark it was in the back seat, like walking into the hospital that smell, like like having to sit there, like it was somber. Like it's just it's more that stuff than like oh my grandfather was. You dying. know the difference also in these songs too. My mom was young when she had me, so like driving around in the car, like I felt like we were doing something cool. Do you know what I mean? Okay. If we were in the car like a little bit longer, listening to music, and my mom's smoking cigarettes out the window, I was like, "This rules." Okay, I got you. So like these songs always like not this one. I think this song blows under any circumstance. <sighs> this song sucks. Yeah, simply red. Oh god. And that was just his sucks. name. I thought the band was simply red. I know. He's I simply that too. red. I know. Doesn't that suck? Yeah. What a <laughs> what a dickbag. Wasn't he Australian too? It yeah, he, out he was something. I think so. Yeah, I think he was one of those guys where when I finally like heard him in an interview, I was like, wait, what? You <laughs> I'm just going to start calling Ed Sheeran Simply Red. Shut yeah. up, Simply Red. Yeah, he can go fuck himself, too, <laughs> Sheeran. Well, they're all he going... seems like a cool guy, but I hate his music. Dude, that's the kind of music that I don't understand. Like the... Well, one, like he did the same thing, too. He came out just being like you know, uh, like singer, songwriter, guitar player, and now he's got like, like dance songs and shit, right? Like he's gone completely pop. And Taylor Swift. kind of poppy. He was always poppy, poppy but, but, it, but like not like dance music. No, he's doing the same thing Taylor Swift did. And Christine fell asleep on this. If you could, I should tell you to bring this up before, Christine. Go on uh, Hulu. The impact thing of Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, they did a whole little piece about her, you know, breaking Ticketmaster and everything. You yeah. know, like the Ticketmaster thing. It's just like the tickets are like immediately $5,000 a piece. Okay. And, uh, but they go to her biggest fan in the world who I put his name in here somewhere dude this guy and you just need I wish I had one just super flamboyantly gay fan who just made non-stop fan videos for me really seems to get people going <laughs> is it this guy here on the thing it's uh Steven where's the name Steven I, Sullivan yeah Steven Sullivan oh it's Sullivan it looks like Sullivan it's uh you don't even have to go to the thing to probably find Steven Sullivan just jamming out to Taylor Swift. Does he like going viral as a, the biggest Taylor Swift fan or something? Yes. Okay. Is his name Steven Smith? Sullivan. Steven Sullivan. Oh, nikki has got to be hot about this because she was the biggest Taylor Swift fan. Right? Um. Oh, Glazer? This, yeah, this guy's stepping in now. See, Glazer was on The Masked Singer. Oh, she was? Yeah. What'd she sing? A bunch of stuff. What, did she do well? Like, did she play? Yeah, I think How she How does that got, show work? Do like, you win? Can you, you win? win? Yeah. Okay. She got like uh, third place, I think. Oh shit! All right, that's cool. What was her costume? Um, and like an ice princess or something. Okay. Something like that. All right. I gotta watch this show. I mean, they got Giuliani. They got all kinds of. You gotta watch the Mass Singer. You think? No, I was just saying. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> it was on at my mom's. I house. like when Ken Jong does a fake walk off. Oh. Uh, there, the whole the panel for the Mass Singer is. I mean, cheesed out. I don't know. It's so, like, corny. They're wearing, like, the glitter jackets and all that shit. Just the whole thing is, like, they're guessing about stuff. That is always, and it is the dig on the show, but it is funny. They're like, um, they're like, I'm going to guess, I don't know, that it's like, is it Oprah Winfrey? And then they come down and it's like, no, it's the it's a person who used to be on Suits on USA. <laughs> it's, like, never as famous as they make the person going to be. 
<laughs> is it former President Barack Obama? He goes, oh, no, it's Dwayne Wayne from A Different World. Is Kadeem Hardison? <laughs> did, you ever watch, uh, did you ever watch Life is Short, the Warwick Davis show? Yeah. No. That bit they did in the finale where Val Kilmer comes to hang out with him, uh-huh. and he's like, oh, I've got a great idea, and he, he makes Val Kilmer put on the Batman mask, uh-huh. and he brings him in to meet his assistant, and he's like, guess who that is? And she's like, I don't know, it's Batman. And she's like, guess who Guess who it is, though? Guess who? Somebody that played Batman, very famous person that I'm <laughs> friends with. And she goes, Christian Bale. And he goes, nope. And she goes, Michael Keaton. <laughs> she goes, nope. She goes, George Clooney. He goes, nope. And she goes, Adam West. And he's like, it's Val Kilmer. <laughs> Every guest before Val Kilmer. <laughs> it's so funny, man. All right, Stephen Sullivan, I'm starting to see. He also, one, looks like uh, Nick Mullen. Which is kind of funny. <laughs> that's funny. He does look like Nick Mullen. Christine, the one that's moving right now, play because I can already tell it's great. Dude, this yeah. guy has got a thing going. And that's what he does. He Holy goes, shit, that looks like Nick Mullen. He makes his money. Really funny. Nick Mullen's personality is the opposite of this guy. <laughs> we start saying this is Nick Mullen. Just tell the world. He goes, by the way, just so you know, Nick Mullen's been pretty busy. You guys thought he was out of comedy for a bit, but he's just been busy. We should see if we could get Nick Mullen to do Taylor Swift lip syncs, even if he doesn't, even if he does it his own way, and just put them out there and say, "This is Steven Sullivan." But this guy says his mission in life, what he does in his life, right, for a living, is ranks. Taylor Swift songs. <laughs> okay. And then sings along with them. So. I don't understand the internet at all, man. I'm done. How much money can you make doing this? <sighs> I don't know. Wait, but I don't understand. He makes Why more is than me. It... I'm going to be so upset. He definitely, he definitely makes, makes more than, than you. He 100%. makes more than anybody in this room, probably. Yeah. Yeah, they get advertisement on TikTok. God damn it. But wait a minute. Why is every song in his top 10 all too well? I think that's the idea of this TikTok. Okay. Like, all too well is so great that the 10-minute version of all too well is a top 10. Oh, my God. She's a 10-minute version of a song? I don't understand. I don't get, like, I don't get it. Taylor Swift is just, like... I've never... I never, I do not connect to it. Well... That one. We will never, ever, ever get back together. The, the catchiest but besides one was that the, the Look sucks. What You Made Me Do she came out with. That one, I was like, well, that's catchy. Well, I don't like any of those because, again, I watched oh. her. She did like the... Jewel did that for a minute when she came out. It was like a singer-songwriter. Yeah, and they were like, did, uh, hey, let's throw her in a cat suit and get her out there flashing tit or something. That song was a big hit, though. Yeah. Uh, emotion, whatever that was. The but one, she, it was uh, like a perfume commercial song. Yeah, no, she yeah. like, but she did that, but she kind of came back to now. She's like a kind of yeah, blues she guitar. Fucking lives in the Alps again. She rules. <laughs> yeah. We saw her live, dude. She was great. Jewel? Yeah. I mean, I think she's talented, but after you get through Who Will Save Your Soul, I can't wait. Well, the fuck don't you worry, buddy. She made us wait for it. Don't worry. <laughs> God uh, damn, L- she's got songs me. where she yodels and shit. Yeah, Lou's oh. with me. She ruled, right? She yeah. was good. She was great. She uh, was listen, really good. I gotta. I, I'll admit, I saw. I didn't go to see her for a Juka. I went to go see Popper. It was uh, it was John? It was Blues Traveler. Okay. Her and uh, Train. Train ruled live. Train did rule. Jewel was like, like Jewel was legendary. It was really Kay? cool to see Jewel. <laughs> You're pushing my buttons today. Train was like unbelievable. Tra- I'm not saying they're not a good... Listen, I, I will... I Jake accept it. during Drops of Jupiter. I accept... Here's why. I'll accept it. I'll what accept fuck it. kind of shit is that, Christine? <laughs> That's fine. No, wait. I, this is the story I'm going to tell you. When actually. Christine gets her period, there's blood everywhere. <laughs> 
I have to tell her constantly there's blood everywhere. I'll tell you. We're having an embarrassment contest. I'll tell you a great story. Jay can't come unless he fingers his ass. <laughs> Shut up, Rosine! We went to see, me and uh, Brian McCarthy got free, when Kim Hanwecker worked at um, uh, the- 4040? No, the, the yeah. Brian the, listens to the show too, man. Brian McCarthy yeah, yeah. rules, yeah, he's great. He's awesome. What, wait, what the fuck is the, the place in Brooklyn? Place, 4040. Center, yeah, yeah. When Hanwacker worked there, she called me. She goes, I have free, great free seats for Michael Bublé tonight. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I don't want to see that. And she was like, trust me, it, it'll be like, just come to 4040. Like, I'll, I'll get you shit-faced and feed you dinner and then you just go see the show. And Brian McCarthy, at the time, lived, I shit you not, like five blocks from the Barclay. And I was literally on my way to his apartment because it was his daughter's birthday. Uh-huh. And this is back when Brian drank. So I got to the house, and I was like, do you want to do this? It's right there, dude. And he's like, yeah, let's do it. So we went. He left his daughter's birthday. No, 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 no. It was after. It was her. She was young. It was like her party was during the day. It was like, yeah. That would have been hilarious, though. But he goes, yeah, dude, let's get the fuck out of here, man. This kid sucks. She's not appreciative of anything. Let's blow this hot dog stand. Uh, hey, hon, I'll be back never. <laughs> so we go. We go, he's listening today too. I know because he told me he was excited that I was cutting me out. Anyway, so anyway, so we go to the thing and we do exactly that. We get like rocked <laughs> up at the forty forty, and we go down to the show. And Brian is so loudly and obnoxiously making fun of the show the entire time <laughs> that we got yelled at by the people in front of us. They like turned around and yelled at Brian. They were like, "We have waited to see this." Like it was. It was very uncomfortable. And then <laughs> we were sitting there, and Brian was like, geez, you know, he's all put aside, like, it's not my fault it sucks or whatever, you know, like <laughs> that kind of shit. And then Michael Bublé did this thing where a girl in the crowd had a sign that said, like, I love you or whatever. Can I please hug you? And she was like a, she was like a kid. And, and Michael Bublé sees the sign, and he's like, I like your sign, kid. And he's like, get up here, I'll, I'll give you a hug. And dude, the place is going crazy. I'm getting chills talking about it. The little girl goes up, she's like she's like freaking out. It's her dream come true. I, start, I think it's her mom's dream come true. I start crying. <laughs> I start crying, and I'm like, God damn it, fucking Brian, I'm never going to hear the end of this. <laughs> You're just hammered, crying yeah, at this I'm moment. Yeah, wasted. Jaeger bombs. <laughs> we were doing Jaeger bombs. I was wasted and i'm crying and uh and i'm like so embarrassed and i'm crying because i'm like brian's gonna make fun of me this sucks whatever <laughs> i look over brian has like like tears <laughs> shooting out of his face shooting and i go i go what the fuck dude you're crying and he goes i'm not a machine <laughs> Watch the rest of the show quietly and respectfully. We're like, this he's good. He's very good at what he does, this guy. I don't know a lot of Michael Bublé, but his cover of um, Feeling Good is one of my favorite songs. It's talentless. What's Everything he does is void of all talent. We've had this conversation almost weekly at this point. Jacob agrees with me. Jacob's way on Team J on this one, dude. He's not Fruiting talentless. He's good. Is Void of talent. <laughs> just because you can do it doesn't mean it doesn't take talent. I don't know what it is. You're just talented <laughs> at taboo. I'm not talented at it. Yes, you I are. plug my nose up You're and I sing from my throat. You're also talented singing. You sing on stage. 
I he don't. He dances. He sings. He dances. Yeah, yeah. he's very good. Shut up. He's very good. Michael Bublé dances. Oh yeah. What kind of dancing? Like crooner music dancing. Like he's like good. Little... He's like a he's like a Broadway like a showman. Like he's very talented. Does he do the thing where he does his hat? Yes. <laughs> yes. He can do all that shit. He does like all the cane dancing and all. Yes, he's awesome. There's no he's such thing awesome. as being good at cane dancing, Joe. Look at him. He's got a cane. He's doing the thing. He's like an old madman guy. Madman. Fish in the sea. You know how I feel. I bet he is intolerable to be around at night. Come on, you love this song? No. I don't yeah, I like appreciate music that I can definitely do. Why? <laughs> you could fucking sing that 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 fucking drops of Jupiter shit you put on earlier. No, I can't. You don't think you could sing Toad the Wet Sprocket? Wait, what was it? Did you just call Drops of Jupiter Toad the Wet Sprocket? Because that's Train, dude. Train. And that's oh, what I uh, cried to. Oh, wait, I thought Drops of Jupiter was a band. I just realized you just said that that, that song was by Train. Remember the only Christine Train song I know Remember is- Christine laughed at me uh, crying in Drops of Jupiter because my grandmother just died and it's about his mother dying? Man, Christine, pretty icy, bitch. Pretty icy, bitch. Wait a second. He Dro- cried right in the middle of What everybody. song is Drops of Jupiter? I'm not remembering. Yeah, she's back in the atmosphere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let Lungs over here sing it for you. <laughs> Christine, why don't you squeak off those pipes again and do it again for me? Now, now, she's, now she's back in the atmosphere? Something, yeah. Something. With drops of Jupiter in her hair, dude. But tell me. Oh, did you hung with oh, Jupiter this song. This song, okay. It is yeah. quite the song to get emotional, so. Yeah, no. All right, this is a good song. It's about his mother dying. And my grandmother has just passed away. Dude. I know. I did. I was on Red Eye mm-hmm. when they were first released Sweet Soul Sister. And I stood three feet from this guy playing what became the literally the biggest song ever that ever existed. And I couldn't have given a rat's dick. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong song, dude. Put on Drive-By. That's my jam. <laughs> But I, I was after the fact. I was like, "Holy shit, man!" I was, I got to watch him do that acoustic. This song is huge, man. Yeah, it, that's not my jam though. I like Drops of Jupiter in this. I like Hard Train. Hard no, this song stinks. Yeah. No, this is when they went heavy. I like. <laughs> <laughs> I love the song Meet Virginia. That was their first hit, and I when they played Meet Virginia, yeah. I really it felt like. I felt like a kid that wanted to be in love again. What was what was Meet Virginia? Black Lou loves this song, by the way. Because I remember. Not. Wait, what was Meet Virginia? Meet Virginia almost passed as alt rock, right? Yes. That was like when Hootie first came out. It was like it almost. It turn it up, Lou. <laughs> I'll be there for you. This is no. not a drive by. Ha ha ha. Jay, ha, come on, man. Try God. You looking like for a two ply. You like this song? I didn't until I watched him do it. And dude, he just brought the house down with it. How does me the Virginia? way you do me? Oh, I'm oh. there for you. God damn it, Jay! You love it. You can play this game, dude. I want. I want to ask you a question after I hear how Meet Virginia goes. Hold on, though. Okay. Don't you want to make uh, out with a girl wearing true. knee-high tube socks right now? <laughs> Not to that song. No, I will give it. To, I'll give you drops highs. of Jupiter. Don't you want to make? Don't you want to make out with a girl who just got done making lanyards for all of her friends? <laughs> <laughs> Where are you? 
Uh, this song blows ass. It does. Because Christine <laughs> likes it. This is Christine's shitty taste. <laughs> this song sucks. <laughs> nah. God damn. I hate nothing more than a song that's like, let me take you on down to meet a regular gal. <laughs> uh, she goes home with pancakes on her sweater and nobody notices. Oh, this sucks. She works much harder than she gets credit for, and she has a single child with an abusive guy. But she still finds a way to make it work. And she walks all the way up to the 16th floor. Juggling career and personal life is not that easy. Oh, this song sucks. Forget it. He was really right. a showman. Yeah, Who, on, the train guy. Yeah, he put on. It's got to be with this show. shit music. And then at one point, uh, <laughs> Jewel is... came out. Jewel came out while Train was on and did "Dancing Queen" by ABBA, which ruled. Dude, this okay, is that, I, that I would that like. Ruled. This, this is like. this is Hickey Rock. <laughs> this is Rock to get a Hickey too. It really is Hickey Rock. <laughs> that should be. Why is it not a genre? Hickey Rock. <laughs> you suck my neck so people know what's up. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. You were getting a hickey oh. when you were younger, and you were like, it's happening. That's right. And I, and I remember she was in this uh, video. What's her face? Uh, the lady the, the lady that hit the guy with her car. This lady. Her. Who, Noxima girl? Yeah. I remember it was like a oh, yeah, thing. She that killed she was, a guy, right? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> something like that. Let's never look into it. Let's just say the Noxima girl killed a guy and move on. Let's never check. We didn't I name names. that's an Noxima girl. That's the, oh, That's her. That's her. I thought Christopher Cross was accused of pedophilia once. Just said it, put it out there. Got a lot of heat for it. A lot of people were like, hey, that's never a thing. I'm like, oh, I don't know why I heard that. Did the 16 years old guy get accused of pedophilia? The one that died? Even better. So his assistant is a fan of the show. And his assistant oh, wow. said, he called in the show one day and said, he tells the story. And he's right, he did. We found an interview also where he tells this. He tells the story that uh, he wrote that song because he was living in New York and he had a, a mother and daughter he would like help out with money sometimes because they lived in this building and they were broke and he would have them walk his dog. So the 16-year-old girl came over one day to walk the dog and he had a buddy over who goes like, dude, who's that girl? And he goes, dude, easy. She's just 16 years old. And then it came to him. And I go, well, then why do you write it from the perspective of the pedophile? <laughs> Simple solution. She's just 16 years old. Leave her alone. I said. <laughs> he says they say yeah, I to know. him. I know. And I then remember. the video is him kidnapping a girl. Yeah. <laughs> he wants that 16 year old girl. That's yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean. Well, wait. Is that the whole point? And I always like say, guy Christine, bring up the video of him on Merv Griffin and just go to the end when he starts screaming. I say, let him fuck a kid. I mean, this guy's so passionate <laughs> about it. Sacrifice one. There's got to be an unwanted out there we could throw this guy. <laughs> hey, what's going on? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Everybody needs a little help in life. Uh, I've been going to therapy for years, and BetterHelp is an amazing way to do it. Why? Because you need a neutral place. You need somewhere to go to set your goals, to have somebody help you, guide you, focus you on achieving the things you want to get to. A lot of days people wake up and try to white-knuckle life. That's not the way to do it. And sometimes there's a lot of stuff you can't talk to about my wife. I can't talk to her with friends. I need a neutral place where I can say and be honest and let it all out and let the heavy load of life off my shoulders with somebody who's professional. And that's where BetterHelp 
stays in. The best way to squeeze the special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy, it can help you find what matters to you so you can do more in life. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, which is awesome, designed to be convenient and flexible and suited to your schedule, not theirs. Just fill out a brief questionnaire. You you get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime you want. There's no additional charge. If you don't like that person, find somebody you vibe with, which is important, at no extra charge. Here's the deal. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bonfire. Today, you get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bonfire. Go now. Become a better person. Real quick, let's talk about one of our awesome sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Metro by T-Mobile. Mmm. Isn't it obnoxious when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine printer bills that seem to go up for no dang reason at all? I hate that. Actually, brands usually want me to say a lot of yada yada when I do ads like this. But at Metro by T-Mobile, there's nada yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, no surprises. They don't even want me to speed through the legal. So here it is. When they say no price hikes when you join, they mean your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data plans. Their only exclusions are for limited-time promos, per-use charges, and third-party services. I guess that really is nada, yada, yada. Go to Metro by T-Mobile right now and switch while you can. That's Metro by T-Mobile, nada, yada, yada. You don't think I'm a sports guy. Oh. But I am a sports guy, but you don't have to be a stats guy. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to know everybody to use this. And I'm excited. Prize picks. Prize picks, dude. I get to I get to actually go on and have fun. It is with, self-explanatory. With sports, and it's easy to use, even f- if you're an expert. If But if you're a novice like me, football season, it may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Quite simply, this is easy enough for Chicks and Bob to use. Get in on the excitement with prize picks right now. America's number one fantasy <laughs> sports app. gamble on it. <laughs> and Bob, where you can turn your hoop knowledge into serious cash. I don't have that much knowledge, but you know what? You don't need it. You can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks. I know what that means. Yeah, well, it's pretty amazing. You're just going against the projected stats yeah. of two to six players. It's great. Uh, more or less, that's it. So if they say LeBron James, uh, 30 points tonight, you're picking He's going to get more or less than that. More, only. That's it. Quick 31 points, you win. Yep. 29 points, you lose. Yeah. 30 points, I think, is a push. And you know what? You can turn $10 into thousands of dollars, which I love with the NBA, NHL, college basketball entries today. Listen, conference tournaments are here, which means the biggest moments in college basketballs are, are getting closer. Be part of the action on prize picks for both men and women and, and Bob. Bob. College basketball prize picks even uh, offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets hurt. Tomorrow's uh, live show, I would say Bobby's projected farts are four. 
I'm going to go with more than that. Oh, my God. I'm hitting the over on Bob Farts on Monday. Yeah, Yeah, so you want to be in on this? Download the app today and use code BONFIRE for a first deposit match up to $100. That's code BONFIRE, B-O-N-F-I-R-E, for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Hey, real quick, let's talk about one of our amazing sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Babbel, everybody. You know, one in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college, and Babbel has over 10 million subscriptions sold to date. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Bobby. What's up, Jay? How are you? I am doing bueno. Bueno. Yeah. That's what I learned from Babbel so far. I learned one Bueno. Want to know what I learned from Babbel? Buenos noches. Non paletano, molto bene. What? Scusi. You watch your mouth. Bueno note. Omerta. Buenos Aires. <laughs> La Costa Nostra. Roberto. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash bonfire. Get 55% <laughs> off at babbel.com slash bonfire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bonfire. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, shit. You got to see how bad. I mean, I've, the neck veins go up to his forehead. It's crazy how much he, he wants to fuck this child. Poor bastard. This poor bastard. Get to the end when he starts oh, really going. Dude. God back, damn. back it up. Back he it looks up a like bit. a Mardoni. Right here. This is live. Wow. Old enough to pee, old enough for me. Press on the field, play ball. That's the original lyrics. I never knew the song was called Into the Night. Yeah. All right, I have a good he question. He lets a little girl know that if I could fly, I would take you from your father, but unfortunately, I don't have wings. <laughs> so I'm just a guy who has to play by society's rules, I guess. Yeah. Why do you need wings? To fly up there where you're allowed to fuck kids. <laughs> I, I think even maritime law sh- uh, frowns on that, so I got to get up and see what uh, intergalactic rules are. It's international waters up there, dude. Is <laughs> there space laws? Don't Never heard about it, astronaut man? rape. <laughs> what childhood? <laughs> so, so, all right. So, uh, to I want to I want to keep doing the thing about music that takes you back, mm-hmm. but re- this is faster. So I just want to, but it's still music related. What do you think the ultimate '90 song is? Okay, an ultimate '80 song is, and it can't be. Like, for instance, Welcome to the Jungle doesn't count. Nope. I mean, like, you know, of, it's like of that era, yeah. it represents the music that was popular, it was on the radio. I think I have some good, I I have some ones off the top of my head I could throw out there, but I don't know if they're the answer yet. I have my 90s one. But uh, in 80s, I'm going to say 
hungry like the wolf, but there's also <clears throat> got to be something in there, a little synthier than that even. Hungry so like really, the- to me, it's synth. So I would, okay, so then I would say probably, okay, uh, this is definitely my answer for 80s. Uh, 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 you know, uh, whoa, 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 oh, yeah, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Either Things that or- Things get better, Howard well, Yes. One. Either that or, or Cruel Summer. Those are my two for Let's 80s. Two. Aha, take on me. Oh, yeah, uh, that's a good that might one. be it. That's a really good one. That's probably it because it's a, yeah, it's very 80s. But but, but not, not, not uh, you think is the best- Answer no, no, like your your I think favorite. That's like the song is that your favorite? Well, oh, I your love favorite. Take on me. Okay, I, it is okay. a favorite, but it's the one uh, when I think of '80s music, I would think Aha. Because I'm saying the quintessential. Okay. Like that. And she the just made me think of Iran. Flock of Seagulls uh, yeah. is a very very '80s song. That's a good one. That's a good I walk one. Along the avenue. Yeah. What an ugly guy. That song rules. I know. Do they have any other good? The All Wedding right. Singer soundtrack is basically like a a list of quintessential '80s songs. Yeah, like Spin Me Right Round. Sure. Um, oh, that's the other one. What's the guy and the girl? Boom, doom, da doom, 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 doom. Oh yeah, um, working as a waitress. Don't, don't you want don't me? Don't you want yeah. me? Human League. So okay, so nineties. You spin. That's me- tougher. Oh, Dracos. Well, here's the thing. Everybody's gonna go like like hard grunge. I think nineties. But my favorite nineties song. Mm-hmm. My favorite of all the nineties. Like it would be on like hits of the nineties, whatever that you get in the mail. Fastball. That fastball, oh. I love that fucking fastball. Do you know what it's about? Like a crazy fucked up story? No. Yeah. The way. That's yeah. Like fucking. It's songs about song. songs about like a couple who murdered each other or something, like yeah. an old lady or something. It's Bummer. very weird. Yeah. Bummer. Look up what the way is about. The way back. And that's story. the only song I like by them. I've tried listening to the album many times. Love, to me, the quintessential '90s song because I say it's and it's not a song I like at all. I didn't even like it when it came out. But it really was like this is the changing of the times of this was a uh, plush by Stone Temple Pilots. Yes, I don't yeah. like. I never liked that song. In fact, I didn't like them for the I've longest time a, because yeah. I did get into Stone Temple Pilots, but yeah. I didn't like them at first because that song just was not. That album. I don't even think it's indicative of him. It's like Radiohead being in the Radiohead because you go, "Oh, dude, Creeps the best right. song." You're like, "Nah, that's not the song." Even, that's that not even me, how they sound. The song that made me like Stone Temple Pilots was when I heard Sex Type Thing. I was like, "Oh, that song's awesome." Yeah, that's that Plush Band. Yeah, like because when I heard Plush, I was like, "This sounds like this this guy's trying to." It sounded like they were trying to be Pearl Jam. It sounded like he was trying to sing like Eddie Vedder. Is that why you hate him, though? I hated him at the time, yeah. Why? Because everybody found out quickly it's super easy to sound like Eddie Vedder, and it's also much like crooning Void of Talent. <laughs> it's not super easy. Oh, wait, I really? might want to change my Remember answer. Remember I nailed even flow with no practice? I might want to change my answer. <laughs> or I'll give another answer. You sure did. <laughs> For the 90s thing. Interstate Love Song. That's a beauty. That song will... That song will... That, I would... If I saw them do that live, if he was still alive, I would probably cry, cry to that song. Excuse me, sorry. Why? What did you do to it? It just gets me, dude. It just gets me in the heart. It's weird. The you songs know? that I've, I there's, I have teary songs that don't make any. For one, the the uh, not to tell about Smashing Pumpkins, the song they did from the Batman soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make what, what any sense. That? That's just funny because it's, it's called like the end, the end is, is the beginning, beginning is the end. end. You know it. You like that song a lot. It's a good song. But it makes me cry. I don't know. Why. It makes no sense. Well, I mean, he's a sad guy. He always. But this song is like. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Really? It's like tears. Like the chorus. Something about the chorus. It okay. sounds very desperate. I don't know how else to describe it. Let him feel, Lou. 
can't describe it at all. Why? I have two songs that make me think of the 90s so hard that I know you guys aren't going to think of at all, but they just really like the age and who I was is uh, Stay by Lisa Loeb. Oh, no, then yeah. I say, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. what I want to. <laughs> yeah. For sure. And then um, You Gotta Be by Desiree. Do you remember that one? No. You gotta be oh, yes, bad. you do. You gotta be uh, bold. Yeah, you do. You gotta be I forget. There's a genre. 90s, that, that's, that's true. It's also 90s. Like, la da da dee da 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 da. My three, <laughs> I would argue right now that my three most hated songs in the 90s are that song, <laughs> Come to My Window. How do you hate Come to My Window? When it first came out, and even? And what if God was one of us? Yeah. That song made me want to punch people. Oh, my you, God, you with their like, nose ring in the video. Are you kidding? Did you like when that burly bitch was like, just to meet you? Just to meet you. I hated it. I, I, I hated it. Oh, dude. I love Dolores obviously. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's that's right off a lineup you'd go see. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right off. I'm like, could I produce a show with Melissa <laughs> Two hits and then covers. Who the cares? Etheridge? She's yeah. great. What's it? I'm the only one. Come to my window and then just straight covers. Straight, I don't, cover after cover. I think I could revisit Come to My Window and enjoy it a bit. I what if God was one of us? Never. Oh. I, I, oh, that song sucked from day one. That song does I hate suck. that song. Yeah. And her stupid face in the video. Yeah. I, the nose ring was cool. That's what all it was about. Yeah. <laughs> it was all about I mean, that nose, nose rings ring. were like not what they are today back then. What rad? I, super rad on dudes. They were super <laughs> rad, and not everybody but now they're had not, one. Now they're not super rad on dudes. You're saying because <laughs> I have two. I do remember that it was kind of like a cool thing that this mainstream, like daytime MTV video person, had a nose ring. It was a big deal. Yeah, it was like, oh, look at that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. I'll tell you what, I have was. a hard time going back on his songs. And a big nice thing was that. That Lenny Kravitz era where he was killing it, I liked before, and I liked after that. Wait, but what I do you really, mean? Like just that album, like I want to fly away. Those songs, like that song, sucks. They wore on me after a while. They played it's... them so. Much. Are you gonna go my way? Great song. I know it's like a great song, good yeah. guitar riff, but I'm just like, it's just so overplayed. It feels my f- so commercial. Like it feels like yeah. it's in every commercial I've ever seen. It, it's it ha- yeah. It's been it's been way overused. You can't go back. But I would say. Uh, I love uh, "It Ain't Over Till It's Over." Still, the Lenny Kravitz song with you know that's that? way early. That was the album before. That was the single from the album before, and then the what next was album his, uh, was "Are You Gonna Go My Way." Yeah, what was his other uh, early song? "Let Love Rule." Yeah, "Let Love Rule." Mama said, or, or no, "On the Run" was the one where he says, "My mama said" over and over in it. "Fields of Joy." That second album, "Mama Said," is a great record. I'll tell you who has one sub outside of. Uh, What's it called? Fortress Around Your Heart. Sting left the police, and that guy couldn't fart out one song that I could Dude. stomach for five seconds. <laughs> it's one of the funniest I tweets. love the police. I really, I, the police have a lot. Of, I shouldn't say I love them, but like, there's eight, nine songs by the police that I really like a lot. It's one of the funniest tweets I've ever seen in my life. I don't even remember who did it. I wish I could give credit, but it just said, uh, there's no way in hell Sting is the guy that was in the police. <laughs> God, that, is, that really sums it right up. Sting's solo music <laughs> sucks shit, dude. What are, so, what when are family, solo hits? When Family Guy made fun of it, he goes, uh, where you can only understand the last line of anything he says. And he goes, brand new day. What are some of his solo Fields of Gold, which is maybe the worst song. I'm going to put my head in an oven. Fields of Gold. Yeah. If you love someone, set them free. 
Is that him by himself? Th- this yeah. song's not that oh, bad. I like this song. If I ever lose my faith in you. But Fortress Around Your Heart rips. He just has a sword in the ocean in the video. Oh, God, dude. <laughs> I bet he's intolerable. Dude, Dark Lord. He plays, I bet he is so intolerable. He's always holding in his cum. He plays like... <laughs> he's in the tantric. <laughs> he gets into like... Dude, by Sting, by like the fourth album, he's playing like he's playing like jester music. <laughs> There's like flutes in it and shit. It fucking sucks, yeah, dude. It's wood nymph music. <laughs> dude, he did that goddamn song for Robin Hood. He never looked back. <laughs> I can't believe this show's flying by. We gotta take uh, our last break here. We're hanging out with Joey DeRosa, who's going to be at... Christine's pulling it up. She can't believe how fast she's pulling it up. Hey, did anybody notice that the CEO's husband left and never came back like he did not enjoy the he show? He was only staying for the first hour the whole time. <laughs> he was just yeah, trying to sneak out without interrupting. All right. Well, he said that at the beginning. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh-oh. He didn't hate the show and walk out. I think he did. No. Was it because I called him gay? <laughs> <laughs> you think it's going to open gay, up by calling him gay? You just assumed his wife was a gay man. Yes. <laughs> Which would make him gay indirectly, you're Christine. you're a misogynist. So what? Why? Because I think a woman can't hold a position of power? That's what misogyny is? <laughs> Why? Because I think voting rights should only be for men? Are those the things you're talking about? Are these the examples? Because I don't know what that means then. That's why your favorite thing is calling my girlfriends misogynists. Uh, it's possible. They You're, are. You can be misogynist as well. Oh, woman. I have girlfriends that are way more misogynist. Can I tell you why she says that? You. She's saying that for one reason, Joe. She's saying it for one reason only. Because all of her friends like me better than her, so she thinks they're misogynists. Well, that's not even true. All the cool ones. I mean, that's not a that's not a point in the wrong direction. Sure. <laughs> sure. Um, we'll be right back. Joe DeRosa, of course, is going to be at the Crane Theater in New York City Wednesday, December 14th at 8.30 p.m. Are you going to go by any of the uh, Atel shows? The last one's a Caroline's. Yeah, actually, he said come by and yeah, do yeah. some time. He was telling so me I too, should, yeah. I, yeah, we should do it. Let's find out what we'll go together. That would actually be such a perfect... I was trying to figure out, like, what's a good farewell to go to... That's perfect. Yeah, we went on that tour together. I forgot about yeah. yeah. Yeah, we should go on the same night. Absolutely. Let's All figure right. it out. Uh, right. And then uh, he's going to be in Austin, Texas, January 13th and 14th, going to the club. What are you doing in Austin? Uh, uh, Vulcan. Vulcan Comedy Club. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Uh, get tickets, of course, at joederosainfo.com. Dan Soder of Philadelphia, December 15th to the 17th. Sacramento, Chicago, following that. For tickets and tour dates, go to dansoder.com. And, of course, I'm going to be at the Stress Factory this Thursday through Saturday. Come fill it up. Let's have some fun. After that, New Year's Eve in San Diego, Indianapolis, Sacramento, Chicago, all on the horizon. For tickets and all tour dates, bigjcomedy.com. Thanks for listening. Don't forget that the Bonfire is a radio show, a full show we got a studio and everything. You can listen to us on SiriusXM or on the SXM app. It's basically the same thing. Go to SiriusXM.com slash bonfire for a special offer. Ross has all the spring deals you want, so you can say yes to more looks for you and your budget. Two tops for less? Yes. Dad shorts for the weekend? Yes. Mini skirts for less than online? That's a yes for you and your bank account. Find your certified yes for me moment and save 20 to 60% off department store prices every day at Ross. Hurry in for spring deals today. Items and styles vary by store. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. 
The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.